Hi, and thank you so much for being with me today. As Christmas decorations hit the stores in October, I started to think over the months about the humanity of Mary and Joseph and all they received from God. Mary, who found favor with God, the integrity of Joseph as they were betrothed and her with child. I'm in awe of their full submission to the miracle of Jesus's birth. I'd like to read the Christmas story, The Birth of Jesus, hearing the humanness of Mary and Joseph, bringing it together from the books of Matthew and Luke. Mary was about 14 years old and Joseph, a carpenter, probably around 18. Both so young. Imagine being so young and living this awesome responsibility out. How do you even process such a situation? Honestly, I think it would be terrifying or overwhelming or just so incredibly humbling. And you can um, feel free to read along in your Bibles. And I'd like to begin with Mary's story. That would be Luke 1, 26 to 35 is what we'll start with. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son. And you are to give him the name Jesus. And he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. We'll go to verse 38. It's Mary's reply, which is just so awesome. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. The next section of scripture is known as Mary's song, and I'll read a portion of that, which Luke 1, 46 to 49. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. She is rejoicing in God, in total submission of God's will, trusting him with his plan and any consequences. And what an honor to be chosen as the mother of the Messiah. Imagine when she is holding her baby. She's holding God. Joseph, a carpenter from Nazareth, about 18 years old. Joseph was Mary's betrothed. They had an arranged marriage. Joseph, who stood by her during the miracle of her pregnancy with the Messiah, baby Jesus. 
Joseph was both a godly man, a man of integrity. He might have lived with the gossip about an unfaithful wife for the rest of his life. Women back then could be stoned for being pregnant out of wedlock. Joseph truly reflects the wisdom of God. He's tendered towards Mary and the consideration of their situation. And although his heart was breaking, because how could he truly grasp the enormity of this situation? Who could? Joseph was leaning toward quietly terminating the relationship, not exposing her to public shame. In Joseph's story in Matthew 1, we'll read 19 to 24. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, a righteous man, and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. Before Jesus was born, Caesar Augusta issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place and everyone went to his own ancestral town to register in order to satisfy an imperial command. So Joseph and Mary had to make the trip back to Bethlehem. Traveling to Bethlehem was not an easy trip. It took four days by donkey and was 68.9 miles or 110.92 kilometers away. We will continue our reading with Luke 2, 4 to 19. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judah, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them at the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flock at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will be great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. Then the angels had left them and gone into heaven. The shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. 
So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. We're going to jump back to Matthew 2, 9b to 11. The wise men saw the star in the east, and it went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. When they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. It took about two years for the wise men to reach Bethlehem and see the baby Jesus, who was toddler. And I'm sure he was a very well-behaved toddler. And there is so much more to the story. Joseph was repeatedly given instructions by God to move his family for safety, being the protector of his family and their home. Eventually, Joseph, Mary, and Jesus moved back to Nazareth. And you'll find out more information if you'd like to continue to read Matthew chapter 2 and Luke chapter 2. And what gratitude having this treasured story documented, an awesome miracle, the birth of our Savior, and precious Joseph and Mary reflecting such faith and trust. The Bible does not mention Joseph much, but we can clearly see his character shines with honor. What a great example of marriage and relationship with God as well, trusting in all that he did, guiding them with continued information and instruction through this magnificent journey. As we obey God, he promises to work all the details together for good, and we must believe it. We have seen this. We have seen his purpose set before us come to fruition in our own lives. We obey it and then enjoy his peace and power. And I think of a line from the song, Mary, Did You Know? And I'm sure a lot of you heard it. It's just so powerful. It says, the child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Amen. Jesus has come to save us from sin. He redeemed us and loved us enough to die on the cross for our sins. He paid the ultimate price from his birth to his death. And John 3.16 says, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. This is the reason for the season that we're in. The gift of Jesus and his perfect gift of salvation for all of us to receive. If you have not put your faith in Jesus, there's a simple prayer you can pray today with me. Feel free to also pray this prayer if you have walked away from your faith and would like to rededicate yourself to Jesus. And I'm going to lead you through that prayer now. Dear Lord Jesus, I confess my sins to you and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. I give you complete control of my life. Help me to walk in your footsteps daily with your power. Amen. And what a perfect gift. Salvation. And if you've prayed 
the prayer of salvation or rededicated your life, I would love to hear from you. I would love to pray for you during your journey of faith. If you have a prayer request, please email me at comfortbites at gmail.com. And our worship song will be Mary, Did You Know? The link will be in the notes. And it is just worth hearing the words, just so amazing. God bless you and your families this beautiful Christmas season, the birth of our Savior. Peace be with you. Mm-hmm.